Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of Oklahomans of D.C. I'm Bennett Brinkman, Gaylord News Washington correspondent, and I am joined here today by Ellen Nickmeyer, an Associated Press reporter whose career has taken her all over the world. She now works out of D.C. covering foreign policy, but is spending the pandemic at her family farm just outside of Oklahoma City. Well, Ellen, um, thank you so much for making the time to speak with me for this Oklahomans of D.C. podcast. Are you told me that you are in Oklahoma currently at your family farm? Yeah, my my great grandfather's farm. He, he got it the year after the land run in Oklahoma City. So I'm wow. happy to be back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And you've been there since May, since around the beginning of the pandemic yes, and everything. My boss was nice enough. I, I wanted to come back here because my family's here and my home's here. So, I mean, my, you know, my house is here. Okay. Well, if you want to just kind of tell me a little bit about your, your story about leaving Oklahoma, um, when that happened, what that looked like and kind of what it went into that decision. When I was in college, I was working for the AP in Oklahoma City during during the summers, and I did I, I worked for them over holidays and things like that. And when I was working for them as an intern, is when the, the Gulf War started in the in the 1990s, um, which is how long I've been in journalism. And um, and so the the AP office then was at the in the basement of the Oklahoma of the Oklahoma building and. So when the Gulf War started, we were all down, the AP was down in the basement, the Oklahoma City office was down in the basement of the Oklahoma office. And I was just there watching kind of like the Gulf War unfold. And this was when CNN was first making its appearance, you know, um, they were make, becoming big on the global news coverage. And so these CNN reporters were covering the, the start of the Gulf War from, and and I was watching that and it was just something I was so attracted to the idea of like being in a story that was so important that the whole world was involved in and watching. And I think that's what kind of got me wanting, wanting to be overseas, to go overseas reporting. And so from there, from college, I, I worked for the Oklahoma for a long time and, and I started, I joined the AP and gradually over many years, you know, worked my way up to bigger and bigger bureaus in the AP and then got overseas for them. My first posting was in the Brown Bureau, but it, it, it took a while, but that's kind of the, what started it. Yeah. So is there like a, is there a moment that you can describe when you realized or when you knew that you would be leaving Oklahoma and what that felt like, or was it kind of just more of a gradual thing? I don't know. I was actually... I was in my early 30s by the time I left Oklahoma and my family's here, my land is here. I mean, my, my, my roots are here for sure. But at the time, like all my friends were getting married and stuff. I mean, like their lives were, they were settling down and I was wanting to kind of move out. And at the time, um, you know, that, that was just a good move for me to, to get out and, you know, go to California and New York. So when did you end up in DC? DC, I was I was overseas in like um, Rome and Africa in the Middle East for eighteen years or so, and I kind of got a 
increasingly got a hankering to be settled, um, you know, to be in one place and to have a home and a garden and things. So I wanted to come back to the US. So I joined the AP again uh, and I came back and right now I'm working for the AP in DC and I'm covering foreign policy and national security. So when you were over overseas uh, for those 18 years, did you have like a home base or was it kind of just from one place to the next? It was definitely from one place to the next. I mean, there were, there were times when I was like, you know, a whole year trying to get a visa to, to live in the place that I was supposed to report on and like living in very temporary lodgings with a bunch of roommates and things like that. So yeah, I was, I was um, based in Rome and then Abidjan and then Senegal, Dakar, Senegal and West Africa. And then it was um, Iraq and then it was Cairo and then Beirut and Saudi Arabia, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So a lot of moving around, which was yeah. great. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed all of it, obviously, but you know, there's the terror. You want to, you want to, you want to do things, but you want to have a home too. Right. Right. Well, that's a lot of places to be. Yeah. Is there, <laughs> is there a favorite thing that you did over there or a favorite place that you visited or just an experience that stands out to you from that time? Yeah. I mean, there were definitely lots of them. I liked the, the country of Yemen for some reason. It's, it's um it's got some of the oldest cities in the world thousands and thousands of years old and the architecture is still the way it is and it's really off the beaten path and i i just like like wandering around in the old city in sana the capital of yemen and the people were so hospitable and if they realized i was lost like like some old grandfatherly person would like tell his grandson to figure out who I was and to get me back home and stuff like that. It was just, I enjoyed that. I mean, getting to see these out of the way places with really intact cultures that hasn't been kind of like homogenized by Western culture yet. It was really, I really enjoyed a lot of that. Yeah, that sounds really cool. When you were in Yemen, what were you covering primarily? At that time, that was right before the Arab Spring uprising. So I was covering a little bit of Al Qaeda and what have you. I, at that time, I was I was kind of freelancing for a foreign policy magazine, and I did a I got a good leak, a good tip for a story, and I did a story, and then it was about the Yemen president and they the Yemen. After the story came out, the, the president's security guards showed up at my apartment and expelled me from the country for it. They like drove me to the airport at high speed <laughs> and made me get on a plane. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, yeah. But I had to, like they were, they, they, they wanted me to leave the country right away, but I convinced them to take me back to my apartment and let me pack and get my cat. And then, then they could expel me, so. <laughs> So they weren't even going to let you like pack or anything like that? Right, yeah. Or get the cat, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> did you did you ever go back to Yemen after that? Or was there kind of an did understanding I? that you wouldn't be able to? Yeah. Well, I mean, since then, that president has very much been overthrown. So I think I, I, think I would be able to get back there eventually. So I'd like to. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. I've been expelled uh, from a couple of countries. Um, I think Ivory Coast and just really briefly from Syria. So. Wow. Well, yeah. is that something that's to be, I don't know if expected is the right word, but it kind of goes with the territory. Focusing on DC a little bit, you decided to kind of make a a home base, I guess, in DC. Um, and then would uh -huh. you still go overseas once you made that decision? Right now, my job doesn't involve all that much. I mean, mm -hmm. I might be traveling like with some US politician or diplomat overseas every now and then, but mostly I'm based in DC. So I still, I, I, I bought my grandfather's old farm in Oklahoma. So I've kind of got, I'll be coming back a, a whole lot. I mean, it, we still have like a few acres of the original farm. So, but I do like DC. I think it's such a civilized, um, pretty city and I, I love walking every place and there's yeah. there's lots to like about it. I don't yeah. I don't know if you enjoy being in DC too. I, I mean I know you're there at a at a weird time you're kind of virus <laughs> and lots out lots else but it's definitely been an interesting time to be out here. Um I have kind of realized I think the more time I spend out here the more I would like to end up out here. Um, yeah, that's so, which has been cool. I've it's it's been a a pleasant surprise to find that out. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was just I was struck by how pretty it is with all the flower gardens and everything. So. Yeah, I've definitely enjoyed that. And I went and yeah. the the cherry blossoms were out last week, so I went and Absolutely. did the whole walk and took a whole bunch of pictures and everything, which was great. That was a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. Do you feel um, like you're kind of there by yourself in a way? Are there still people, like not many people out? Or? Yeah, it's been interesting. Um, I mean, I feel like I have been probably around more people than some just because I mean, we don't have, we're using public transportation to get around yeah. just for everything. And then the four of us that are out here with OU, we all kind of stick together. And so uh, we'll go out to eat sometimes or uh, just do all that kind of stuff. There hasn't been much to do in the way of monuments and museums and things because they've all been shut down. But we've kind of done our best to explore as best we can. Yeah, so that's great. That actually brings me to my next question. Just because things, people are getting vaccinated, obviously now, and things are kind of starting to reopen here in DC. So I'm curious as to what your recommendations would be for us who don't have a whole lot of time left out here in DC, but do want to see some monuments and museums and things do you have any that are your favorite or things that you recommend or just things I, in particular that you like to do in dc that you think would be right cool yeah to know about? one of my favorite things about dc is i mean the museums are so great that like the idea that you can like just like pop in and they're free so like you could be like you know having walking home from work or like out to dinner with friends and then it's possible to just like pop into a museum and see incredible artwork or some historical stuff that makes you think. And I, I love that aspect of it. I mean, the idea that like some of the world's finest art mm, uh, is right there, ready for you to go look it out. So yeah, that's 
so that's kind of the experience. I mean, a general experience, not really any one place. I like just hanging out at Meridian Hills Park up in the Northwest with my dog. We live close mm. to there, so Got it. it's very pretty. Yeah, 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 that whole that whole area has been cool. We did like an Easter picnic on the the lawn of the National Cathedral cool. up in kind of the northwest part, which was that was a lot of fun. It was a it was a beautiful day for it. So yeah, yeah. I'm curious too a little bit just about you said that you're in or you kind of come back to Oklahoma fairly often just to spend some time there and everything. What what is it like returning to Oklahoma after? being in dc or when you were spending a lot of your time overseas and then you would come back to oklahoma what is what is that like yeah when i come back to oklahoma i i kind of don't leave the family property we've got 12 acres here and i feel like it's like a little family island you know and it seems kind of removed from the world so i i we just like have barbecue with my cousins and hang out with them. And um, right now, so it's like kind of just like a, a place of like peace, I guess. Very um, much so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, my, my, I have one cousin that lives right next door and another cousin that's just, you know, you walk through a path in the field and there's her house and stuff like that. So that's awesome. I enjoy it. Yeah. Before you, left Oklahoma and you were living in Oklahoma full-time working in the the basement of the Oklahoman and all of that kind of stuff could you have imagined that you would have left and gone to do all of the things that you've done and seen all of the stuff that you've seen no uh, -uh. and I would have been happy if if I had known what I was going to be able to do mm -hmm. one thing that I found is like if you try if you try something and push it like Lots of time it it works. I mean, if you push for a hard a job hard enough, lots of times mm -hmm. you'll get it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that's I, I wanted to go overseas, and eventually they someone sent me overseas. So, <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, obviously there's lots of I was lucky too, and privileged. But that reminds me of we. So one of the things that we do out here for the like class side of things for this experience um, is they we just have meetings with different like speakers different journalists and things that have had cool careers and one of the things that we've heard a lot is just that you you have to push for something if you want it so don't not to wait around and kind of and let somebody offer you a position or a job you just have to keep asking for it and keep asking for it and then eventually they'll say yes um, and i do think it's harder for a little bit harder for people from oklahoma who who maybe if didn't go to an Ivy League college. It, it's it can be harder to get yourself bring yourself to the attention of the people with the authority to give you give out those jobs. It, it takes longer. But even then, I mean, there's there's lots of Oklahoma reporters here in Washington and, and overseas. Lots of really well respected ones. So, so where did you go to college? I went to OU, but I never graduated from OU. Um, the Oklahoman hired me my junior year, and I never was able to go back and finish my degree. I got my master's later on, but I, I don't have a bachelor's degree. So, <laughs> <laughs> I 
we'll go ahead and finish with two questions then that I am asking everyone that I talked to for this podcast. And the first is when people in Oklahoma ask you about DC, what do you tell them? Um, I tell them that I love walking around in the Capitol, looking at the beautiful tiles and all the historic stuff. And I, I love just walking around in the city because it's green and there are all these, especially in the spring, it's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> I have found that as well. We're finally getting into yeah. the days where it's not, you know, 40s and windy and right. it's, been very, it's been very nice out here. Right. Um, are you gonna be here in the summer in August? That'll be something. I, <laughs> yeah, um, I will not. Um, I have a, I have a job in classes that I have to get back to in Oklahoma, unfortunately. But I'm hoping to experience that sometime here yeah. pretty soon. You won't uh, be missing me. So. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see that actually. So then, yeah. my second question is just the reverse. When people in DC ask you about Oklahoma, what do you tell them? But then, in your case, I can we can expand that too. When anybody because you've been all over ask you about Oklahoma uh what do you tell them it's got amazing history I don't I don't think I don't know if there's any place there's not any state in the country that has our kind of history of um the Native Americans the African Americans a lot of them freedmen and you know white settlers and what have you there's there's all kinds of interesting history and geography um geography and you know you don't see oklahoma in the movies so much but there are places that are beautiful even though they're not lots of places that are really cool but aren't widely recognized yeah well i would definitely agree with that i think Great. oklahoma it does tend to get overlooked sometimes but there's there's yeah. a lot there that people don't always recognize so well Thank you so much, Ellen, for making this time and for talking to me about all of your experiences because it's so, there's, there's so much and it's so cool to hear about. Thank you for listening to another episode of Oklahomans of D.C. Be sure to look out next week for our next episode. Reporting from D.C., I'm Bennett Brinkman.